0: everyone, and welcome to the Hit Recap and Review Podcast. Good. We hit it.
1: Great.
0: I am, of course, your host, John, and joining me today from the red wastes of Texas is Patrick
2: Ramirez. Watch out for the giant hole in the ground right there. It almost stepped in there. That would have been bad.
0: And also joining me is Jesse Wind. Oh, hey,
1: everybody. It's Jesse Wind in the house. I'm ready to talk whole.
0: This week, we are discussing The Hole. Just kidding. It's Onibaba, the 1964 Japanese historical drama written and directed by Kanito Shindo. That is true. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we certainly are. This is super out there. I just want to give the audience the background slash context of knowing that we chose this film as a transitional period between
1: January and Willem de February because Jesse, why did we do? We that? did that because I watched Willem Dafoe in the Criterion Closet. And he pulled Oni Baba off the shelf and said, "Man, this is one of my favorite movies." <laughs> and and Willem Dafoe, you are a fucking <laughs> weirdo, is what I have to say to that. Yeah, that was my first thought, also. But then I, uh, it, the movie ended. I thought that, and then when, I yeah, I guess we knew that about him.
2: <laughs>
1: but, uh, I guess I underestimated it.
2: Yeah, when I saw this, I was like this is his favorite one of his favorite movies okay oh oh like, yeah apparently he bought the, he bought the rights to uh remake it and ended up not doing it and i'm like he really fucking loves this movie yeah
0: <laughs> i want to ask him why and i'm sure if he told me i would understand but this is this is a challenging movie i think is the most charitable way i could put it
2: <laughs> i liked it but it's it's a weird movie. It's, it's, uh, I bet he watched it at like a pivotal time in his life and it just made a big impression. I mean, that's what happens to all of us, I guess, when movies we really like. But I'm wondering what he was doing when he watched this movie the first time. (laughs) What was going on in his life?
0: He was probably talking to his going steady sweetheart and having an egg cream
1: because that's the only excuse I could think of. But, Uh, I get some weird vibes about this movie in a in, in a way where I almost feel like this could have played similarly to Halloween when it first came out in a way where it's like oh you like think there's some su- supernatural stuff going on and there's a lot of like sexual innuendo on if people are being like preyed on or judged because of this thing and like they say there's a curse but i don't know it's not a one-one match but i was getting vi oh not just i i really would like to get better context on this uh what a movie
0: it's certainly a movie. So this is essentially <laughs> a movie about a woman and her mother-in-law oh, who haunt a swamp. <laughs> <I guess laughs> would be one way to put it. It's not a
2: swamp. Um, it's a rice paddy field.
0: No, it's a grass field. They say like multiple
1: times that it's, it's, oh, just, it's just grass. grass. Yeah, because if it was a I rice paddy, like- they wouldn't have to trade uh, stolen merchandise for food.
2: Oh yeah, I thought it was like a, that's right, they did say that, it was like the setting and the production part. So,
0: essentially, the movie takes place in the background of a war, of a civil war that's happening in the...
1: Medieval Japan?
0: nanboku yeah, nanboku period, which I, my understanding is a period in Japanese history that is known for having a civil war that's going on. So, essentially, there's two emperors who are fighting each other for control of Japan. This grass field is near Kyoto, uh, which is one of the warring capitals, essentially. mm mm-hmm. uh, And all of these poor, well, I don't want to say poor young men. They're young and old. They are brave and cowardly. It's... All kinds of people end up wandering into this swamp and essentially getting taken out by these two women and having their stuff sold to a guy for rice. Right. That's pretty much the whole movie. And then the complicating factor is the third character that shows up after a little bit.
2: The uh, oh, the mysterious Hachi Hachi.
1: Oh, Hachi. that's not who, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the third main character of this, yes.
2: Hachiko Oh, i just kidding, it's just Hachi.
1: Yeah, which also, Hachi is a character
0: in One Piece.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, I doubt it has anything to do with this, but yeah.
2: Seems to be, a, I bet it's like a popular
0: name,
1: right? <clears throat> Maybe. Th- this movie came out 14 years after Rashomon. And feels like it came out 14 years before Rashomon. So true. So true. This this was much closer on the scale that I bring up of uh, black and white movie is homework rather than when I watched Rashomon and was like, oh, this fucking slaps.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I felt like. OK, so I since we were talking about Willem Dafoe, when I was watching this movie, I was ki- I kept being reminded of the lighthouse.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good observation, Patrick, because I think when we get to The Lighthouse, spoilers, that's one of the movies we want to talk about for Willem to February. I think we're going to be drawing a lot of connections to this movie in a Parentheses positive. Huh.
2: I think it lives, yeah, this it lives in this in this movie's space, kind of inhabits the same world. Like, oh my god, the,
1: I've never seen this. If you don't remember, Patrick, just to throw that out there, I'm so excited. The lighthouse? Yeah, I own the lighthouse. Oh, you've never in seen 4K and oh. I have never seen it. Oh, wow, this is I, kind of like Lady Lighthouse. It's <laughs> what yeah,
0: the fuck? it's
2: basic. It basically is, yeah, because the lighthouse is the two dudes you know on the island shipwrecked, but this one is. It's basically the they're metaphorically yeah, it's shipwrecked the opposite here. sex version of this one. They are, yeah. They're stranded, you know, the civil war going on and their lives are kind of upended and they're turning to really horrible things to do to get by to survive. Um, really horrible things. And <laughs> as we find out in the middle I, of the movie. Damn.
0: I so I, I just just to put all my cards on the table. I hated this movie before I thought about it for a <laughs> little bit. After I watched it, I was like, this movie sucked. It was boring. I mean, there were some nice titties in it, but other than that, it kind of sucked ass. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And when I started to think about the movie from the perspective of other people besides uh, the two women, it kind of made it better because I started imagining that they I alluded to this earlier. But I mean, the one of the translations for the name is it's like the night hag Uh, demon hag. Demon hag. Yeah, yeah. demon
2: hag and the hole. So when I started to
0: think about the idea of being a person outside of this grass field who just hears about this spooky, scary grass field, Mm -hmm. and they're like, don't go in there because the two hags will murder you and then throw you in a hole and steal your stuff and no one will ever hear from you again. And then also the idea of being those two guys in the very beginning who... Uh, are running away from two guys on horses. They're like running for their lives
1: when all of a sudden they just get like ambushed through the trees. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of this whole movie. It it almost set me up. It set my expectations in the wrong place. Honestly, (laughs) it was like very actiony and they're like one guy's almost unconscious. Other one's like dragging him through this uh, uh, grass field in a really beautiful way where it looks like they're almost creating a, a hedge maze as they walk through this grass, this like seven foot tall grass field. And then I rewound it just to make sure I didn't miss something at first and I just fucking shit shit. Giant poles come out of the grass and stab these motherfuckers instantly to death. Not our protagonists. Yeah. Not anyone Didn't I need see to care coming. about. <laughs> They're gone.
2: Yeah. yeah and they
0: don't take any of the stuff, so that's just all theirs.
2: Wait, what? they don't take any of the stuff? What do you mean?
0: Like the, the dudes who kill them don't take any of their things. Those the women.
2: Yeah, the women killed them in the very beginning oh oh sorry yeah yeah are yeah. oh, you talking about mind. later no i just misremembered. no it's cool that's why yeah, i yeah. said i had
1: to rewatch it because i also thought it was like the dudes on horseback who killed them at first
2: right and then I, yeah that was confusing yeah
1: and then i rewound it and it was like no those ladies are getting the job done
2: but yeah they're just I, uh, yeah
0: what were you saying patrick
2: um before <laughs> yeah roll the tape back. What was I saying? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> God damn it. I'm oh, so I was sorry. gonna talk about the grass because it's really like my favorite part of the movie is watching the grass. It's like so it's so interesting. like I like I've never seen grass that tall and in real life, I don't think. And I don't think I've really seen it in movies kind of like this. It's like it's just an ocean of grass, mm-hmm. which you guys said earlier, is really just interesting and it's oddly like not calming but just kind of like it's just interesting to watch on film i really love this black and white and the wind blowing it everywhere even when they're moving through it it's just it's just so much cooler than like i'm thinking of just you know most american films would just show like stalks of corn and going through a cornfield is i guess is the closest thing we have but Mm -hmm. they're so bulky they don't move like this they're not as fluid i just thought the grass is super cool to watch
1: agreed they they almost use Eh, yeah, no, arguably the grass is the fourth character in this movie. It has it, so much screen time, and it has so much presence, and it is used to evoke many, many different feelings, and we get to see it and all. like When you said calming, I was like, yeah, honestly, like 75% of the time, it's kind of soothing, and there's mm-hmm. almost like a weird slow-mo effect it gets from whatever like shutter speed or frame rate they're filming this at where at times it moves in an almost, um, because of the film, like almost an unnatural way where it gives it this supernatural feeling to the environment. And, and our whole Mm -hmm. movie takes place in this giant grass field. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: the, The grass is definitely a character. It's sort of like, how the fifth character of sex in the city is the city of New York. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. The
0: the grass is definitely the New York of. I would have said Spider-Man, but but
1: yeah, sex in the city.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. I
0: I was just going to say, there are times when people are hiding in the grass or running through the grass where they either comment upon it directly, or it's just thematically present in the framing and everything. But, There's a part where Hachi is hiding in the grass, and it's both visually, it looks good, but also thematically, he feels isolated from the world and is watching it from through the blades of grass. Mm -hmm. So much of this movie is about being perceived or not perceived, I feel. So, yeah, as far as that goes, it's definitely nailing it. The one other scene I wanted to bring up though is after they so the the dude they kill the guys, they take their stuff, uh they sell it, right, to that dude.
2: Ishii or Uishi? Uishi?
0: Yeah, there's there's a creepy guy who sells stuff and he wants to fuck one of them. Uishi, <laughs>
2: the older woman.
0: Which respect. But anyway, when they get back, they're the way they get, walk through the door and they start like savagely eating their food and <laughs> drinking water and just like, they look almost primal the way yeah. they're doing it. And then they just pass out on the bed with their titties out. Like that part of the movie was magical to me in a way. And I kind of like Jesse. I feel like it set the wrong theme for me or the wrong precedent where I was like, oh, these are about to be the two coolest women that I've ever met. (laughs) 100%.
1: Dude, when I saw that scene, (laughs) I didn't rewind. Did I rewind it? I remember having to rethink about that entire scene for a second because they were so savagely like drinking water and pouring it down their like face and chest and eating this food like fucking animals. I, I, assumed they were like raiding someone else's house or camp or whatever. So I thought they were like, oh no, they were yeah, just... we're gonna devour this and get the fuck out of here. And then they fell asleep. And I was like, oh huh.
0: No, it's just they were so hungry. Yeah. They were so mm-hmm. fucking hungry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they have nothing. And it these there's so many ways to like look at the movie. Um but on like a m- macro scale, I always get that mixed up. Is that tiny?
0: It's confusing because of macro
1: photography.
0: Yeah, it's confusing because a macro lens would be for taking really
1: small pictures. That is 100% why I do that every time. Um, So like on a micro scale, these two women um, with all the rights and respect that women were paid during this time have it real fucking bad. And so honestly, I'm like, don't really fault them for almost anything they're doing because if they don't murder anyone who comes near this tiny place that they get to hide, they will be raped and murdered probably. Like they they I I do not foresee them having many options. And so I'm just like, get it, dude. If you if you you're not on any side of this war, everyone you care about is gone and later you find out died. Uh do what you got to do to survive, man. Fuck it. No judgment from me. The only thing I do judge is the infighting that happens when this lady wants to judge her only one, it is her stepdaughter. Two, it's her only friend. Like, it's her daughter in law. Stepdaughter, mm-hmm. daughter in law. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. It's her yeah, yeah. Which, yep, yep, yep. Said that weird. Wrong. Didn't say it weird. Said it wrong. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but. Like you two are a team, man. This is a you can't have a chink in your armor. You two make up the chain. They they're doing all right actually at this point. And that's when Hachi
0: shows up. He's the third character that we talked about, and he takes forever to say that their husband slash son is dead. Like they have to pry this information out of him. Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable because you can tell they kind of know. It's like, well, he's not with you, so what happened, dude? And he just keeps being like, well, yeah, you know how we went to war, right? Yeah, we went to war, and it turns out war is really bad. And, okay, what happened to my son? Yeah, Yeah, so we were fighting for one guy, and then we went and fought for the other guy, and the other guy, turns out, was just as bad. Okay, so what happened to my son? They just, they keep having to ask And he keeps,
1: like, trying to embellish this story to make it sound like his struggles were just psychologically and physically tormenting. When in reality, even when he's attempting to embellish this story doesn't even come close to the reality that these two women live on a daily basis. He was like, one time I had to stab a guy while he was pooping. Murdering people's hard. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I had to run part. away
0: constantly. Do you know what it's like to have to run away from everything because you're so scared? And they're just looking at him like,
1: yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they so kindly don't
1: go, yeah, I just murdered two men bigger than you yesterday for the food you're slovenly eating right now like you fucking pig oh, yeah, yeah he walks in I and it's like, like he four just bowls of whole- rice when you know these chick- yeah. like women are not doing okay you don't need to ask but
2: yeah he's just milking that conversation i thought to get as much food and like yeah uh, just get full basically before he tells them what he knows they already know for sure uh, and that just kind of paints the picture of like who Hachi is as like a shit bag, you know, oh. cause he, I think he, he barges in and says like, give me something to eat. You know, he is, he plays the best shit bag. Yeah. He's just a shit bag. And that kind of, you kind of know that instantly when you meet him. And then he's kind of like that the whole movie basically. <laughs> but I liked, I liked the parts that are uncomfortable in this movie. I kind of like feeling like that sometimes. For Sure. Like this movie, this movie lets you sit with a scene for a really long time. Sometimes, mm-hmm like um, there's parts when they're just like walking in the grass for a really long time. They're getting water out of the stream or river or whatever's next to that thing. Mm-hmm. The grass field, like there's parts where you just kind of sit and you're just along for the ride. And then you become aware that you're like, it's been a long time with this scene. And then they like c- kind of pulls you back in. And then there's other parts where they're just really, really fast. You know, Yeah.
1: There is like a voyeuristic so, quality almost to some of the scenes where they linger mm-hmm. for a really long time. And like, one time you just like watch him licking his teeth and just like looking at the younger woman. And I'm like, oh, I I, mo- director. I get it. He's a piece of shit. And he's just slowly licking his lips and staring at her. And I'm like, no, no, no. I get it. I get it. I promise. We should talk about the
0: scene with the fish. In the beginning of the movie, oh yeah. I'm
2: wondering. I'm wondering how he caught that fish on that <laughs> whatever he has the fish on. Like it looks like the fish just bit a part of like flowering grass yeah, or like, something. Well, yeah, it looks
1: like it bit a cattail yeah. or something. And then did,
2: and it had like lockjaw <laughs> and then like didn't let go and just died. I was like, how did he? How was that fish on that thing? Like, is, did he spear it with the stem of something?
1: I assumed he speared it, but I don't know what how it was attached to that thing. They just he kept holding up. Yeah, God, that dude's a I think it shit. was uh,
0: he just put a worm on a long piece of grass,
2: <laughs> and somehow the fish and went died. fishing with it. <laughs> no, he like set on the it.
0: hook. You know, he pulled on the long piece of grass and set the hook yeah. right through its lips.
2: I don't no, know. Do they have? Uh, I guess they do have hooks at this time because they got swords. <laughs>
1: do, do they have hooks, Patrick? Patrick, you can make a fish hook out of like wood. It's not wooda uh, wooda. <laughs> <laughs> what were those ladies pounding out the whole time?
2: Oh man. That's their laundry. The, okay, what was the pounding doing? <laughs> Cuz it seemed it like It dries. It's, make, it's drying the clothes. But like it didn't seem like it was dry.
1: Well, I didn't get Patrick, a good look
2: at it. I didn't feel it, but it seemed like she just beating the shit <laughs> out of this shirt on the stump. Patrick, I don't know, I don't know what that's doing. I also
1: thought that, but my my main point of misunderstanding is how much fucking laundry do they have? It's the only thing their characters do. They have like the two pieces movie. of clothes.
2: <laughs> no. Besides no, selling they get water shit, to John. Make, to make food and stuff. In,
1: no, they're getting, they're getting water and making food and shit. 80% of what I saw them getting do on food. screen
2: was pounding. That was like the longest scene. That was one of the longest scenes, because that's when Hachi comes up and she just keeps pounding it's like 18 the different uh, scenes. shirt.
1: They even pound <laughs> inside their hut tent
2: thing. Well, in this she-
0: scene, she's pounding very sexily, very boobily, if I <laughs> yes. do say
1: so. <laughs> very boobily.
0: So thematically it worked, and I also think it plays well with later when she's Breasting through
2: other things the mask the mask part
0: no when she's smashing the mask
1: that her mother-in-law is wearing mm-hmm. Oh, we really jumped the cursed, to that the, the
2: cursed well, mask I'm,
1: yeah I'm, she breasted boobily while she smacked the mask what no she's smashing oh, pounding That's yes what the she's pounding. doing okay, yeah okay, okay. Mm-hmm. well there was so much titty in this that I was like man we used to really be a people we didn't, have <laughs> <laughs> we didn't We well, didn't have to worry about ratings boards and
2: shit. Well, well this was made in Japan. And, <laughs> and also, I think it was heavily Japan, censored. Yeah, people in Japan hated this. Oh, good to know. Yeah, and then when it when it got it got distributed by Toho and I read I think it's on the Wikipedia page about when it got to uh, the BBC like rejected it and it was resubmitted like heavily censored and edited, which makes sense cuz like 75% of the movie they're not wearing shirts <laughs>
1: yeah but also I just like <laughs> that's the that's the best part of the movie
0: I just I want to go on record the, Fuck the yeah. fact that they just have their tits out almost the whole time is so real is so beautiful because of how
1: unsexual it is yes.
2: like 90% of the time
0: Dude, the first yeah, they're time just, like,
2: doing that stuff. we
1: get yeah. to see Titty uh fucking Hachi hachimachi was coming Uh, To swag, throw some fucking riz down on the young woman. And like a samurai, the older lady has her like fucking gi shirt thing folded in like the most dramatic way. So it's just one tit hanging out. And I was like (laughs) immediately in love because I I honestly thought she was going to get more like badass I thought that was setting up some kind of like, oh, I'm gonna see her fight him later. But she'd just be a normal, hot person. Like hot, it is hot outside. <laughs> I she did become yeah. onified at one point, which I think is pretty badass. That's fair. Also, she's hot in the other way. Everybody's like, oh, look at this old, fucking disgusting old lady. And I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me right now? This lady well, is fighting.
0: To be fair, at the beginning of the movie, the yeah, guy it's a is on like, that. there is that one guy who definitely wants to fuck her, and he's correct.
2: Ushi. Ushi, he, she gets, Ushi gets rebuffed by the older woman. For sure. And then... The play on that is that she gets rebuffed by Hachi, who's just got the hots for the younger person. For sure. What's her
1: name? And But that's all a pl- everybody in this situation on the different situations, the ploy, because the one guy's like, do you want some more food? Because I'll give you some more food if you want to fuck. And then she goes and tries yeah. to fuck Hachi seemingly to make sure the younger woman doesn't get stolen away from her because she's like, I mm-hmm. could not survive out here without her. So if you fuck her and make her move in with you and she abandons me, I will die out here. Uh, and so it seemed um, to me like yeah. she went, was like, I'll fuck you if you need somebody to fuck. Just don't like destabilize my life to the degree where I will have to die.
2: I think there's two parts because like it was that definitely. But also you remember the part where she catches them doing it. Mm-hmm. She catches the young woman in Hachi doing it. She goes up to that tree and she's like kind of, grinding on it <laughs> like grinds on the tree right and it's like this uh, i think the, the other part of that coin is that she's just lonely and hasn't been with someone in a while looks like for sure or feels like and so she's like trying to get hers too but yeah definitely trying to keep keep uh trying to keep the woman the younger woman down basically yeah by by helping her get hers, hers <laughs> you know what for I mean? for sure like she doesn't want to ruin this like kill and then pawn kill pawn shop stars that she's got going on
1: i do want to say if two bags of rice is worth murdering two people (laughs) (laughs) not just two people two samurai yeah two samurai that is some bomb pussy if it's worth the weight in gold (laughs) of one dead samurai
2: It's not even the samurai, it's just their clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the samurai is like th- like thash armor or something. And I'm not advocating
1: for ever having sex with anyone that you don't want to have sex with. Yeah. but if you want to, that's not a bad price. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: So weird, in the background this... of John's video call right now, he has a bunch of bags of rice. <laughs> Where'd you get all that rice, John? Um So the the older lady. Also, yes, an audience uh, we're calling them the older and younger lady because the movie does not give them names.
2: That's literally their name in the in the credits. <laughs> older woman, younger woman. Yeah. Please continue, John. I'm we can, we can, sorry.
1: We can say mother and daughter, I guess. That's as close as we can. I just get. didn't want people being like, yeah, they've just kind of process these two women as the young one and the hot one. It's not like we're not doing that. The movie is making us do that. To
0: be clear, we're objectifying both of them, and we think both of them Yeah, are 100% hot. also.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the older woman got married to the director later, but was his mistress like the whole time? I fucking yeah. That,
0: that That is kind of the funny thing, too, is it's like she's not old. They put gray in her hair. Yes. And she's super
1: young and hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> so, Arguably has nicer tits than the other lady. So I'm just just saying
0: any damn way. Moving on with the movie. It turns out we kind of alluded to this. The. Daughter is sleeping with Kei- or Hachi. Her husband's dead. She's lonely. We talked about a bunch of stuff before this already, but I just want to back up so we can, like, move point by point, if that's okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, doesn't <laughs> sound like our podcast.
0: We should talk about that relationship just for a second, because I do have questions.
2: Which I relationship?
0: The relationship between Hachi and the daughter.
2: Ah, uh, Okay.
0: Please. Because... I I was puzzled at first about why this was a thing in the movie at all. I thought they were going to murder him right away. <laughs> that was what I was hoping. Yeah, same. Um they didn't do that and she started fucking him and I was like, "All right, I guess get that dick if you want. Like, I hope it's good though." For sure. Um
2: I think, I think it's like it's like we kind of alluded to earlier like in this time in Japan. She has really limited options, it seems like, unless she wants to stick with her former or her. I don't even I guess she still is her mother-in-law, but unless she wants to stick with her and kill people until the war's over and then do fuck all after that. Like uh, and probably avoid getting raped by like wandering soldiers that find them. Yeah, for sure. You know, That's kind of like her lot on her lot in life right now. And the only other thing she can do, like she knows her husband's she thinks her husband's dead. He probably is. Um, is that hitch your wagon to this asshole Hachi and kind of ride that for as long as it goes, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like everybody but, in this situation is whether we agree with them or like their personality or not. The very few people we meet are all kind of trying their best to make it through hard times. Like that one guy doesn't want to fight like they're they're all fucked. And And they bring this up, but she's like. The mother is like, if you could just bear it out until the war's over, there'll be tons of men again. And insinuating, Mm -hmm. like, beyond the, in every way, they're miserable. They're fighting. They have to murder people to get food to eat. (laughs) And then if if you can't feed yourself and meet your basic needs there, she must also be going psychotic because she can't get no dick, has no friends. There's no one you can socialize with but your mother-in-law. Like, Arguably like, yes, count your blessings, but her life sucks in almost every conceivable way. So like a six and a half out of 10 dude walks into your life. Maybe you're like, that was one of the curveballs for me as her being like, you know, he didn't he didn't slime his way into her pants. He was just like hey i am over here and then she was like i guess i do want some dick
2: <laughs> i mean it's not like she didn't know him they know who yeah he for sure is.
1: and like so her being down I mean, about <laughs> it i like i like that way more than him like manipulating and tricking her into fucking like
2: yeah yeah i like that she's got some agency Dude. to like decide like oh yeah, yeah i guess I'm yeah i'm about but, I, but what I'm we so- need
0: guys is the Baba sequel where this ghost just gets a bunch of dick and tricks men into doing bad things i would love i
1: mean i only baba I love, gay edition
2: <laughs> i i love that you don't know what's gonna happen at any moment in this movie i had no idea because i thought the same thing too i thought hachi was gonna get murdered by one of the women mm-hmm. at first i thought it was the younger one then i thought the older one and then i thought well i don't know what's gonna happen then i thought you know it's just the some some of the things don't pan out like 100 percent in the story i don't think like they're not the delivery is kind of off, but I like that. There's it's just ambiguous of what's going to happen to any character at any time. Like I thought, I thought for sure that Samurai was the son that came back and like, didn't want to show his face. He was trying to like surprise his mom somehow. And then like, that was not right.
1: (laughs) I, I also got a weird vibe about that too, for a moment, even like up to when they pull the mask off of him later, that, that somehow he was part of the, like somebody's familiar, like, there, you're, I didn't like, think about it the way you s- just said it, but yeah, at m- almost every single moment, anything I wanted to happen or guessed was gonna happen did not happen.
2: And uh, just real quick about the mask part, uh, we'll probably talk about it, but the this happened in in Rashomon too, where there's um, th- there's things in like our culture obviously that are different than Japanese culture, but there's so many more stories over there that I just have no idea about. And I felt like the mask kind of came out of left field for the movie because I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's like the supernatural bit about this part. But it's like a well-known Japanese story, I guess, of the mask that gets stuck to this woman's face. And that's kind of what the other movie we watched was kind of is based on like old kind of old wives tale or old like cultural tale.
0: Yeah. So this would be a good time to talk about that. I did a little bit of research and Rain is culturally significant to the Buddhist culture because it represents Buddha's gaze meaning it is representative of the fact that the Buddha is always watching you and knows when you're asleep, knows when you're awake just kidding, he's not Santa Claus, he's God, and (laughs) he also knows your sins, so he's got a list and he's checking it twice, no, sorry uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought when you said Buddha's gaze, it was like all the gaze for Buddha, and I'm like oh, his army. Mirror. Yeah, I was.
0: No, it's it's it is the gaze of Buddha. You can <laughs> literally feel his gaze upon
1: you. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> All the because like eyes, oh, the- oh, his okay. eyes. Okay. Not, the, not actual gaze. <laughs> I assume this was some kind of like Japanese Chippendale or something. <laughs> <The> Buddha's gaze. <laughs> Buddha's gaze. Are you guys confused when I say
0: Buddha's gaze? I'm like Buddha's gaze, yeah, right? Gaze.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, we got it, John. Jeez, yeah, gaze for Buddha. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So uh, th- now that you bring up the symbology behind the rain, I think it is poignant to bring up those masks. Um, They're Hanya masks, which uh, it says, were masks used in Japanese? No theater. There's no way I'm saying that uh, word right. N-O-H. Um, But they represent a jealous female demon. And so mm-hmm. I find that very interesting for the theme of this movie. That mask specifically with the rain is kind of the whole, or one of of those two things almost encompass the entire movie.
0: Yeah. So the rain does come second. The first thing that happens is, you know, she gets the mask because she basically leads this masked samurai into a hole. She jumps over it. He falls in and then she goes in the hole to get his stuff. And his body briefly seems to reanimate, which that scene was spooky to me. Yeah, real, real fucking spooky. And I also liked the influence that this obviously had on The Ring. That is another like really good uh, Japanese American horror movie.
2: Sorry, I meant I meant The Ring the whole time. Not Rashomon. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, my bad.
0: Oh, you were talking about The Ring. I the about
2: on yeah. Yeah, that story or is or really ring? old. Yeah. The Grudge. Damn it, Juan. What Ju-on are we the
1: about?
2: <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking about Juan the Grudge. That's that the OG story that it's kind of based on is a very old Japanese tale.
0: Well, I mean, the ring is much closer to the hole, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're getting some in the weeds here. The hole. Buddhist here. gaze. Yeah.
2: Here, that's the Yatsuya Kaiden. What are the
0: names for this movie is The Hole? I just want to keep yeah. coming back to that because it is funny. It's,
2: and there's holes in a ring.
1: It's funny because <laughs> it's almost like a better title, arguably, like, in my opinion. I don't know. I think it's very interesting. the, the, the whole, whole.
2: I thought the whole. I thought the whole's a worse title because then you just. I mean, the whole is like the sixth character. This movie. <laughs> the whole
0: is the sixth character. The hungry, yeah. the
2: hungry, hungry sixth but character. You, He's also. If you let the everyone's hungry, the double
1: entendre of the whole also be the oh, like man. metaphor for sex. I like that. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, fellas, you ever find a guy with a creepy mask and then you murder him and take his mask and you think, I could pull a really funny prank on my daughter-in-law that will make her stop fucking the neighbor, and
2: then you I do that? I don't think she thought it was going to be funny, but I think yeah. that she was definitely knew that it was going to work, you know? or that she was going to scare the shit out of her.
1: That reminds me of the
2: time I put on the Guy Fawkes
1: mask and tried to scare John out of premarital sex with his wife. That that didn't work either, to be fair, but I thought it'd be funny.
0: (laughs) It turns out you can actually get so horny that you will die to a
1: demon. Dude, you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) My girlfriend hasn't been feeling good for about two and a half weeks now. I'd fight a fucking demon. (laughs) Oh my God. I fucking would whoop the shit out of that demon to get to my girlfriend. Oh man. This is almost a conversation I
0: had with her like two hours ago. Yeah. Tell us about this part, Patrick, because basically what she does is she puts on the mask and like white robes or something. And, she scares the shit out of her daughter-in-law as she's trying to go get Dick.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I actually thought the samurai had come back to life, you know, cause I thought the samurai Ooh. was the demon. And so I was like, Oh, demon. This, this is, this is the supernatural element to this movie. Um, but it looked so, so wooden. I thought somehow, I, then I also thought that the, the demon was a scarecrow but of the somebody's body and she had rigged up some kind of like <laughs> like uh, <laughs> crane like with you know pulley system with ropes and was flying this thing around <laughs> for sure but then i was like no there's no there's no really big tree well there is that one big tree around there but uh yeah, yeah that, then, that then, one then i tree accepted that's it was the really old woman
1: <laughs> that, yeah just the, the tree you fuck the fucking tree that- the fucking
2: tree, <laughs> that literally. That tree
1: that's always wet for something. The, <laughs> the horny tree, and that she hit every oh, branch man. on the way down. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, so she, she People scares. People that are listening she, to us
1: think we're exaggerating almost <laughs> any parts of this, and we are not, everyone. No. She does fuck the tree. She actually does fuck the tree, which She's is so, so mad cool. and
2: upset that she does bang a tree. And horny. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, she, uh, she, the mask is uh, we didn't really talk about the mask but the mask looks fucking cool it looks really really it's cool awesome. I love the way I love the design of the mask I don't know if that's like super traditional style or if it's stylized for the movie at all but it I looks really super cool. traditional it looks really really cool yeah I like it
0: if you don't watch old stuff it kind of looks like Zuko from the last airbenders oh yeah uh, his, his mask yeah it also looks like the guy from Samurai Jack.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, it does look like that guy.
1: Oh, uh, Aku? Yeah. Fuck yeah, boy. I am Aku, the shape shifting master of darkness. <laughs> God, I love Samurai Jack so fucking much.
0: Well, okay, so eventually I. I did reference this earlier, but the daughter character gets so horny that she decides she is willing to face a demon and tries to get around the demon. Also it's raining.
2: It's, it's raining. Boring. The old lady is snoring. Oh no, that's she's, a different. No,
1: she's fake. She is snoring. She is fake snoring <laughs> for a lot of this movie.
0: <laughs> and also they sleep on their backs with their titties out. And there's like, A lot of shots of their titties. Can we stop and talk about production for a
1: second? Oh, okay. I was...
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did
0: you guys read anything about production for this movie?
2: I read the whole Wikipedia page of production.
0: Nope. Looked up nothing. So, Jesse, they lived on this field of grass, all of the production crew, while they filmed this. They set up little temporary (laughs) structures... They set up like bathing areas for everybody to go to go in the river. They had a cat Tur- that they were they play with, and a lot of this Jesse is on footage. You can look it up. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, had, they had a turtle There's slide, a which I don't you know not, what it is.
0: There is a shit you not a video of the crew of this movie in a temporary hut in this grass field playing with a kitten. Fuck a yes! Small, adorable cat. <laughs> God
2: fucking. Also... Yes. also The best part is that to prevent people from leaving early and like abandoning like he wouldn't you if you left, you didn't get paid. If you didn't stay on the on the grass field set, you didn't get paid. Damn.
1: Well, I do. I had a question about this in Rashomon, but I think that answers it for this movie, which is, yeah, they were just that sweaty the whole time (laughs) because there's a couple scenes. They zoom in on the face, dude. And Jesus Christ
2: for 3 months.
1: There's there's so much naturalistic um what is the perfect word for this? There's so much naturalism like lost in how they try to polish every corner of every movie these days where it's just like we need the hottest people and they can only stand in action poses and they sleep with their hair done perfectly in makeup and they wake up perfectly beautiful every morning and you don't get to watch Mm -hmm. them eat on camera because that's not cool and it the more of these old movies we watch I'm I miss that it creates this subconscious level of of humanization that I connect to that I don't feel anymore because every part of a modern day movie, I cannot relate to unless Paul Giamatti's in it, but it's just like, you don't look like a real person. You don't act like a real person. You don't eat like a real person. And in this movie, there's the eating is so good. Everybody eats like, Oh, Oh my God. It's not hot when they eat. It's it's hot how not hot it is when they're eating. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: I thought I thought everyone was really hot when they were sleeping and wake and woke up and I think that they did have obviously there's like makeup in production and all these people but also did you see the the eyes um, in the beginning they had like it's not smoke yet. I don't know what it's called tail. with like the cat eyes yeah cat eyes I did notice yeah. that for
1: like one the second close ups
2: in the beginning yeah and I wasn't
1: it went by so fast I was like. I couldn't tell if it was like a shadow, like a real shadow from the curvature of their eye, or if it was makeup. I'm surprised I didn't mm-hmm. rewind. I was, I think I was running behind, but I, I super remember that close up you're talking about because I was like, damn, that's fucking pretty. But even to John's point of like them laying flat on their back with their like tits out, that's the least flattering way. I think you can show tits. I think they look amazing because that's what people look like. And I'm all for being normal, natural people, but arguably that is like just like flat gravity pulling them down on your chest. Like, I think that's hot, but it's just like, you don't, you never see shit like that anymore. And, and that's part of us talking about them not like sexualizing the tits all the time. They're not like laying on their side and pushing them up and like make, they just look like motherfucking people And I thought that Mm -hmm. so often in this where even the dude like has a regular guy's body. When we see his ass, he just has like a regular dad ass like (laughs) (laughs) he had dad bod. He for sure had dad bod. For sure. I, I
0: won't. I can take everything else from him, but not that he definitely had that.
1: Yeah. He had the old timey uh floss between your butt cheeks uh like (laughs) loincloth thing and i was just like look at that flat flat ass (laughs) i don't know i think i think it looked fine
0: his legs were okay
1: yeah 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 no normal that's the thing yeah yeah like i man my ass doesn't it's not it's not it's not there (laughs) it doesn't exist uh and that makes me feel closer to people i want the people to just look like fucking people sometimes It's a very humanizing ass. Yeah, it is. And then my last, the last thing I'll say: none of the dudes in this movie are are hot. I would be equally objectifying any of the men in this movie. Um, I guess I'm not. That's actually another. Term people throw around too much. I'm not objectifying motherfuckers. They're hot. I'm allowed to think people are hot. It doesn't take value away from their life or their career or them as a human being and what they add to the world. They're just fucking hot, and I'm gonna comment on it, and not feel guilty about it. None of the dudes in this movie are fucking hot, and I would not bang any of them. Just false, <laughs> false, false.
2: I think there's only there's only three, right? Four. <laughs> fifty per- That's fifty percent of the cast. That's, there's technically four. Oh, I forgot about the Samurai guys. Well, I didn't even think
1: yeah. about them. Never mind. I was thinking Ushi has like a minion like in the back of his
2: little d- dungeon. Oh, that dude that was like on a pestle and mortar or something. What, he was like, I don't know what he was doing. He was rolling something. Fucking around. Doing something.
1: Being a henchman.
2: <laughs> he was henching.
1: exactly.
0: All right. The point of this movie is that while... She is wearing this mask, the rain falls, and curses the mask onto her face, Mm
2: -hmm. and she
0: can't get it off. Mm -mm. So she must, she is forced to ask her daughter-in-law for help, and the help that she offers is bashing her face with a hammer, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, you you give her the benefit of the doubt for a minute, and you're like, oh, there's, like, strategy to this, or she's trying not to hurt her, and then it cracks the fucking mask, like, straight down the middle, and you're like, oh, yeah, can she's we, just walloping her fucking face. Can we watch this together now?
2: Like, we, right now?
0: Yeah, on, on camera, or on microphone. Yeah. This is live, fucking, hot production. Everyone it's, it, it's only a minute. So, but I, I did think this was a good scare and I really
1: liked it for that. The, the old lady's acting, how like fucking desperate she was for help was mm-hmm. one of the most emotionally like moving parts of the movie. And like, I was, fr- fr- I didn't feel empathy for her necessarily. I felt frightened by what a monster she seemingly became in this moment. And the mask was like almost turning her into like the fucking Joker. Where at times it yeah. seemed like she didn't even want it, like the mask was fighting her to like not be taken off.
2: That's the guy we haven't talked about yeah, yet. That, yeah, that there. Yeah, I know.
1: Who is he? Is he just a fucking like random
2: force? He's doing. He's doing what they do to other people. Yeah, like just stealing their uh, stealing his food and kills him. Cool. I guess he did it backwards. He stole his food and then he killed him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that. Part right there is what I was talking about.
1: When she screams wait?
0: No, when she turns around and she has the mask on. Okay, okay,
1: okay, yes. She's hunched in the darkness in the corner and slowly turns around in the mask. Yeah. For sure. Watching her freak out in this desperate, like, Joker-like way with the mask stuck on is very effective. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's enough for now.
0: Okay. Oh, God. I, yeah, I just wanted to play that specific part where she turns around because that I thought was a pretty effective scare. Um, Not as much in the moment, but when I was re watching, that really
2: spooked me. I didn't, I wasn't scared by it, but I did feel super sad. Uh, I felt her, you know, she's in remorse for like what she's done and now she's paying the price. I mean, she's only has remorse now because she's got this mask stuck to her face, <laughs> but it, I did feel really bad for her. And then to see the tables turn and her daughter or her daughter-in-law is now like has all the power basically. And knows knows the jig is up, like realizes she's been had by her mom or by her mother-in-law, whatever. Totally. Um, Who has been just scaring, scaring her the turn. whole movie
1: with like uh premarital sex uh, sends you to, what is it? Purgatory. Or hell. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, and not only like- that, a demon will literally show up and drag you to hell. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Which, that sucks to hear, for sure. And we should also talk about something Patrick referenced, which is the fact that Hachi gets taken out by Hachi 2.0, basically. There was a guy who was shiftier and sketchier than him and
1: showed up and murked him with a spear. Yeah, yeah. Finds mm-hmm. his hut. Uh, did we see that guy one other time before in this movie, or was that our first time?
2: That's I'd, the first time I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: I couldn't remember if we got a flash of him at any other point, but yeah, this guy that looks like he's on fucking harder times than everybody else is willing to do <laughs> what everybody else does to survive, and fucking he does it. Yeah, and, and Hachi gets it. Hachi gets got. Yup.
0: And also the daughter smashes the mask off of the mother and her face comes off with the mask. Basically, she's completely disfigured, totally fucked up looking and gets chased through the grass by her daughter-in-law. They both and jump w- over the <sighs> hole.
2: What, what I've been waiting to happen the entire movie to one of these characters finally happens. Because I, I knew someone was gonna fall into the hole. I just didn't know who it was gonna be. I thought for sure it was gonna be Hachi Man. Like I thought he was gonna after he had all that sake and he was kind of stumbling outside his his home, I was like, Oh, he's gonna go try and go to the the younger woman's hutch or whatever that thing, the home hovel. Hovel. <laughs> and I thought he was gonna he was gonna shamble into the hole and then that was gonna solve their problem.
0: Wait. So you think that one of them fell in the hole at the end?
2: I'm um, pretty sure the older woman was falling in the hole.
0: Although it's ambiguous nah, ending. It's, yeah, it's totally ambiguous. Yeah. She's
2: she's got she's got her fucked up face. I feel like her sight is bad, and she jumps, but doesn't look like she jumped as far as the younger woman.
1: I thought I th- I think I she thought it sh- looked like she yeah. did, she was about to just
0: hop right over that fucking hole too. Yeah. Me too.
2: Oh, what really happened in production was they ran out of film at that moment and so they just decided that it was they're just going to end the movie there. No. <laughs> they actually go they they pointed the camera as she landed and then they'd realized that the film had run out already. I just totally made that up. It's not real. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: That might be one of the that's best things that's ever end. happened on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you (coughs) for every single second of it.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) All right.
0: Well, last call. We got to get to our ratings and our reviews. What else do you guys have before we do that? I thought the mask had
1: leprosy or something. I thought it had that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: wait, you thought it was a normal physical disease and
1: not a curse? Yes. Yes. Wow. Because it said the hole is cursed at the beginning of the movie or whatever. And then I thought the hole is a metaphor or something. But I didn't (laughs) think the mask was going to be involved in the curse. I thought the curse was just the hole.
2: Isn't isn't every curse (laughs) in old times actually just a disease? (laughs) (laughs) Probably.
0: (laughs) I think you guys are being really small minded right now. Wow, John, (laughs) but
1: it's okay. But, uh, yeah, I guess that that's the curse and the mask represents another metaphor that I haven't fully dissected. And, uh, yeah, this movie is fucking wild. I guess I don't, yeah, I, yeah, no, I'm just going to have production questions. So yeah, Patrick,
0: uh, I don't have any other questions. Well, rate and review this motherfucker then.
2: Oh, sorry. Um, let's see. Yeah, this uh, this was a movie. I would say on good. I'm gonna give it. Um, it, I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it five point seven five out of seven goods. Uh, weird. I don't think it's really that weird. There's a couple weird parts, maybe like the uh, the demon thing, but they're kind of explained. You know, with the older lady doing that. Um, I don't think it's really that weird. Maybe like one out of seven. And then for great, I think this movie, like the way it makes you sit and feel uncomfortable, a lot of moments. It's it spends a lot of time just kind of like you're watching the characters, and not a lot of stuff is happening. I kind of really like that, like those like slower moments. Um, and then it's punctuated with a lot of action and killing and like we you know horrible decisions being made um so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it five out of seven greats
0: as for myself guys when I finished watching this movie I didn't like it that much but, after talking about it and reading about it a little bit and hearing about it from Chloe and all that I think I gotta go 7 out of 7 good and then as far as weird because it's from 1964 and it's an unrated movie with just a gratuitous amount of (laughs) upper body (laughs) nudity (laughs) 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 I think that's kind of weird. I mean, at least for me, I don't watch a ton of stuff like this. You know, this is pretty out of the norm for me. So seven out of seven weird. Whoa.
2: Why is this so weird for you? I'm,
1: I'm going to have to rate this. Like we think John was going to rate this. Cause he's doing my review. (laughs) (laughs) As far as great. I think this
0: movie does leave some things to be desired as far as great goes. So, two out of seven great.
2: Oof.
1: Fair. I wonder... What about, I always wonder, what about you, Jesse? I always wonder how things play back in the day, because part of filmmaking... There is this ever evolving language that we get indoctrinated into where like certain camera zooms mean this thing or the way they play music in a moment means this thing and if 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 I just told you a bunch of the things that happened in this movie you would think it was super fucking badass and cool but because of the way <laughs> it's filmed it doesn't always feel that way in the moment and i was i'm kind of wondering if if part of how good this movie any movie could be gets lost in the ever evolving language of the times which obviously gives like way even more credit to movies that still slap through the ages or whatever but really when i was just thinking of listening to y'all talk i'm like well it is pretty fucking crazy that these ladies are just murdering motherfuckers and (laughs) they are not like relishing in it it's like the struggle of humanity to avoid a war they're forced into being unwilling murderers so they don't starve to death or also be taken alive and the horrible things happen to them. Which, like, when you say all that is like wild. And I'm like, if some of this was just like cut different and the music like spiked in different ways or whatever, and it was the exact same movie, would it would it play different now? And the opposite of that back in the day, without all this crazy different kind of like language, was that like kind of fucking intense to watch? Um because I, I know, I guess. Wonder how you kind of figure stuff like that out. Anyway, that's my that's my musings on this. Uh it's good. Oh uh, boy. I fuck. It's good. Five out of seven good. It's a good movie. Weird. Am I, am, oh, I guess it's kinda it's kinda what. What is weird? You know, are we is everything supposed to be like fucking clown shoes, everything everywhere all the time, (laughs) like fucking ridiculous for me to be like, that was fucking weird. Is that a scale that we have to do Onibaba to everything everywhere? And then so I have to be like, it's clearly less weird than that. But (laughs) so okay, The way I look at weird
0: is when. You can't necessarily say a movie's great, but you want to give it extra points beyond good. That's how I look at it. I look at it as a reward for being extra good, but not quite great.
1: Huh. So now we see how John's fucking manipulating the system. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, how do you do weird?
2: Well, I was kind of... I think I was just rating stuff... Rating everything just too high in general because I liked all the movies we were watching, but I we maybe we should break this up with a really shitty movie that we none of us really liked, like even out the oh, the rating really? system.
0: <laughs> well, next <laughs> week you might get to talk about a really shitty movie. Oh,
2: <laughs> but I don't know. Like I think Jesse kind of has a point. It's like if we have this set scale where everything, everywhere, all at once is a seven, and then most movies we watch are going to hang around like those. to one range There's gonna be like it's gotta be pretty weird to be a five on that scale or like to be a 3.5 on that scale you know so I don't know
1: we're gonna have to nail this out in private I've been wanting to talk to you about uh, figuring out a more specific rule set for the difference between good and great I think we need to nail that down the people are the people are clamoring we must yeah we must nail down what the difference between good and great is well, either way,
0: we have done our jobs. We have completed the project. I've done what we talked about, Oni Baba. And you, our listeners, can always find us by emailing to goodweirdgreat at gmail.com. No. Wait, is that right?
2: I actually don't know. I've never emailed us.
0: It's goodweirdgreat at gmail.com. <laughs> And you can find me on TikTok at Red Like China. Or on the X app at L-E-N-I-N-I-S-T underscore X-I-I-S-T. And you can
1: find Jesse where? Um, I give it four out of seven weird. <laughs> and three out of seven great okay you can find me at jesse underscore wind on twitter because it's still twitter everybody still calls it twitter um or don't go on it because it's for bad people and i'm sorry uh or you can find me at jesse wind on blue sky and everywhere else uh, i probably don't want to be found but i'm out there baby all right is that good did we do it i think that might be great it might be great My girlfriend is texting me. She's worried about what I said about her in the podcast. So that means we did a good episode.
0: Well, we will never tell her, (laughs) but when we are lost in a field of grass,
1: (laughs) watch out for the horny
2: Baba. Bah. (laughs)